Warning! The following podcast contains strong language, which some listeners may find offensive. If you do... Up yours! That's only if you don't listen to the podcast. Otherwise, not up yours. News team, assemble! Hello, listener faithful. It's the Untitled Wrestling Podcast and another weekly news roundup. Welcome. I'm Troy, joined as always by Jay and Aaron. What's going on? Uh, I got order of real plant tulips. You what? Plant tulips on these nuts! Let's <laughs> go! <laughs> <laughs> Are we, get, are we getting one of these every week? <laughs> Don't worry about it. I really hope so. I really do. <laughs> ah, Christ. I'm right, well, on, on that, let's just go straight into fucking WWE news. <laughs> NXT Tag Team Champion, uh, or rather former now, Nash Carter, uh, was released by WWE following domestic violence allegations. Wrestling Observer Radio's Dave Meltzer uh, said that WWE fired Nash Carter because of the hit in the picture and not as a result of the allegations or abuse against him. Wrestling Observer Live's Brian Alvarez heard the same thing, noting they were more concerned about this photo than the allegations. WWE says that MSK has uh, since relinquished the NXT tag team titles and new champions will be crowned this come Tuesday. MSK relinquished them. Relinquished. Uh, Relinquished. <clears throat> they actually never once mentioned MSK. They said the tag ch- team champions have relinquished their titles. Now, there you go. That's even they completely <laughs> unpaired. Um, it, it's it's wild that in a week where they've fired a guy for a picture of him doing a Hitler mustache and salute, as opposed to that domestic violence allegations. They also. Slightly rebranded Imperium to have a few more uh, invasive um, connotations, shall we say? <laughs> invasive connotations. We're in that red and black. We're in that red and black proud. I tell you, Ludwig <laughs> Kaiser. Ludwig Kaiser. <laughs> U-boat commanders on. array. Come on, all oh, over mate. the place. Gunther <laughs> invades SmackDown. <laughs> That was the atrocious. actual graphic they used. Absolutely that atrocious. <laughs> that wasn't hyperbole. That was the actual graphic they used. <laughs> but, but of I'll, course, you know, it's it's not a Nazi thing. It's never a Nazi thing. No, 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 no definitely not. Definitely not. Well, I'm glad we've managed to make light of this absolute shit show lose our time um, to open with. Well, yeah, like let's let's get back to the actual serious matter at hand here. Um there's obviously it's it's their business. Uh, it seems very he said, she said. Um, mm. It seems like a bit of a minefield to kind of go through. Like, um, Kimberly has since deleted her Twitter uh, due to it. Um, Wesley's wife and a lot of like his Nash Carter's friends have kind of come out and said, well, actually, they've been separated for months. So, where's she coming out with this? Um, that, it, again, I don't want to kind of like assume, but there seems to be a lot of like sort of. A lot, a lot of like conflict and things coming out from each side, and it's just like, well, hopefully, the, the main thing is hopefully they all get the help they need. 
Yeah, absolutely. Round one, court. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) let's move on. So next up, we've got Fightful Selectors heard that additional names have been pitched to join Edge's stable, um, including the former WWE Women's Champion Rhea Ripley. Um, Aside from that, they've heard there's been NXT names that have been discussed, but haven't nailed down exactly who it would be. Um, This is far from confirmation that Ripley will join the stable, as it was simply a pitch. For example, the original Diamond Mine lineup was Roderick Strong, Tyler Rust, Marina Shafir, Arturo Ruas, and Malcolm Bivens, which are all now gone from the company except for Roddy uh, and Bivens and now consists of Strong, Bivens, the Creed Brothers, and Ivy Nile. Uh, Fightful learned that the NXT name pitched to join the stable is Tommaso Ciampa. Ciampa has been... Uh, that was like an update he put up later after, obviously, the first bit. Yeah. Um, Ciampa has been appearing on Raw and SmackDown as of late and seemed to have a bit of an NXT farewell stand and deliver. Just last year, Ciampa told Fightful he had no plans of moving to the main roster full-time and might not have signed with WWE had, the, had that pitch been... had that been the pitch to him. Uh, we've since confirmed that uh, even the pitch talent hadn't been made aware of WWE plans for the groups. Rhea Ripley's not a bad shout for that. Like, I think Champa's you know, a bit for it. Ch- Champa's a great fit for it. But I like, I always like to see stables where there's a bit of a mix. So like Diamond Mine, where you've got lights of Ivy Noel, where you've had um, Sanity with Nikki Cross. Like, I'd have really liked to, and it's not too late for it, but, like, the bloodline, I'd like to see, like, Naomi would be a really good fit for that. Like, Turner Hill there, there's already the whole thing with, like, you know, the Usos. Been saying this for years, turn Naomi Hill, she's yeah. fucking great. Yeah. Um, the Hurt Business as well, like, could have had, like, a, a female member in there. And, I mean... I'm pretty sure Bobby Lashley picks to have Naomi join them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, even, like, the Street Profits and have Bianca join them. That could be a cool little faction. Yeah, yeah. I like the idea of it not being all guys in there. I think Rhea Ripley would be a really good fit. Aside from that, um, Champa seems to be the name that has been flying about quite a bit recently. You let him go full psycho killer him down for it. Yeah, give me that. That'd be cool. Is there anyone that you you reckon would be a good fit for that or you'd like to see in there? Um... Come on. Come on. Hang on. I'm trying to think who's in WWE at the moment. Just put Cody right in his place and turn him into the real American nightmare. Spooky black hair dye. Let's go. Make him look like a lazy town again. Yeah. We are number one. um, Just because I think he needs people around him, Omos. Oh, really? Just have him it, not say anything at all and just well not not even not say anything at all. Just have it just like restricts his ring time, doesn't it? I guess so. It allows him time to kind of develop in that sense, because mm. I mean, let's face it, he's it's not improving. <laughs> Sorry, it's got MVP with him now, don't worry about it. Yeah. <sighs> Shall we move on? I'm glad Aaron's reading this one. <laughs> what have I got? Vince McMahon had his hopefully <laughs> last match at WrestleMania, but it wasn't something many other in the company were keen on. McMahon was said to have made the decision to wrestle on the show months ago. Fucking idiot. And Fightful learned that numerous people close to him and on the creative team vocally expressed that they thought it was a terrible idea. Can you see why? McMahon hadn't been physical since a 2017 angle with Kevin Owens, 
and hadn't had an actual match since his 2010 match with Bret Hart that was right. one of the worst in WrestleMania history. Just before you carry on, that match against Bret Hart, was that even an actual match? That was literally, you felt sorry for Vince McMahon because he kept getting twatted with a chair constantly <laughs> for what felt like 25 minutes, but in actual fact, that, it was only 12. That, that was Vince apologising for everything he's done to the Hart family. <laughs> I'll just let you twat me on the back up for 12 minutes. It's straight. like, yeah, I'm sorry about the screws, Joby. I'm sorry about how... <laughs> <laughs> There's a bit more to that article. You look yep. at those at Fightful spoke uh, to say that there were plenty of laughs had by the team and Vince McMahon himself in the days that followed the event. The line we were given is that McMahon recognised it was a terrible performance and sell of the stunner, but chalked it up to as long as people were laughing and entertained. It's okay. Hey, I can make a ridiculous joke on the news. These two will probably laugh, but will probably get cut out the actual airing of this review. I mean, there's not an <laughs> awful lot of your stuff that I've actually cut out. Like the the lead the lead is pretty slack in terms of things you've said. I'm just saying, I could say something I mean, so controversial, but we'll still get muted out. But you still piss yourselves laughing. <laughs> it doesn't make it okay. <laughs> There's already enough cut out that no one I've seen knows your ear until now. <laughs> what you don't realise, people, is, is Aaron's actually on every news episode, but everything he says is so offensive. We just cut his channel out. <laughs> Oh, and another humorous thing in retrospect, we're told Vince McMahon laid out the entire post for the show, including Austin Theory's music hitting after the match. McMahon reacted to Theory's music as if it was Stone Cold's, which led to many laughs backstage. Mate, he shit himself when his music went off. <laughs> right. So I've got a theory that the reason he's shown so many... Um, Have not you got Austin, a theory? But- have you got a theory? Not an Austin theory. Uh, <laughs> that the reason he's shown so many recaps during WrestleMania wasn't for the fans, it was for Vince because he was genuinely forgetting like where they were up to on the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. <laughs> and this oh. kind of backs it up. It, it was dog shit, wasn't it? That whole McMahon thing. It just it 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 felt bad for like, Pac because he looked awesome, and then that's Vince what I mean. Like it can football at him, and he died. Yeah, just Imagine. completely undid everything he'd just done in that match. Just, just it's not like WWE to completely undo everything they do in nah. anything. <laughs> Imagine I came down to Liverpool, went to Jay's front door, shot on his doorstep, and his dad came out, pissed himself laughing, and Jay was angry because I shot on his doorstep. Would you it still be okay? Would it still be okay because your dad laughed at it? (laughs) (laughs) No. dad find it funny, so don't worry about it. (laughs) Someone found it funny, it's fine. It's fine. Nobody Uh, moving swiftly on, uh, Alexa Bliss and Ryan Cabrera were married uh, on April the 6th. Corey Graves and Carmella were also married on April the 7th. Jerry Lawler will cover for Corey while they're on their honeymoon. Oh, God. That's this episode. Oh, the Raw Review oh, has my just life. gone spectacular. This, this is going to be a spicy review, isn't it? Let's oh, go. no. <laughs> just, don't, um, just don't Google why Jerry Lawler couldn't wrestle on Survivor Series 95. Oh, yeah. So, for a one off, we're reviewing Raw uh, because 
Aaron was a silly boy making a bet. So this will be fun. Jerry Lawler on commentary for three hours. Can't fucking wait. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Play That's silly a- games. Win silly prizes. Yeah, big congrats to Alexa Bliss, uh, Corey Graves and Carmella, uh, Ryan Carrera, sorry, as well. Um, there was a, some photos that came out of it, like looked awesome on both fronts, specifically the Corey Graves and Carmella one, where Mox just turned up in like jeans and a bum bag and everyone else is suited and booted. <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'd be upset if Mox didn't turn up like that to any kind of formal occasion. <laughs> Mox in a suit isn't real, it can't hurt me. <laughs> Um, moving on, um, Mike Johnson at PW Insider reported that Pat Buck has resigned from WWE. Buck worked as producer in the company, as a producer in the company, was produced for the WrestleMania 38 main event between Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar, and also the um, Charlotte Flair Ronda Rousey match. Um, he, he did make a statement saying that he was leaving, having like produ- produced two of the biggest matches of the year. I mean, he didn't. He forgot Shame the they were stinkers, eh? I was about yeah. to say, he forgot to say the part where they were the biggest disappointments of the year as well. Yeah. On, on paper, they were probably the two <laughs> biggest, but in reality... The most stupendous! Um, no, don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what, what's interesting now is he said he's going to be spending more time like being a family man, but also going back to his... Uh, to working at his wrestling school, uh, some of the names he's trained are fucking mad. Like he's trained Max Caster. Um, I'm pretty sure he trained. Um, oh shit, who was it? There's someone else I saw. I was like, fucking hell, he trained him. Um, let me do a quick Google. I know, uh, Ma- Ma- yeah, Caster's I was like, gonna say you could, you could probably Google it. Um, um I'm still on there now. On his wiki. Uh, yeah, it is John Silver. Okay. Oh, there you go. And also, um, he runs a wrestling school with um, Brian Hawkins. Yeah. Hawkins. Yeah. So uh, that's interesting that he's going back to that because it means that he gets to actually like do some training, which he seems really good at. Graduates, Max Castor, Bear Bronson. Smart Mark Sterling, uh, <laughs> some bastard called MJF as well. That's who. I knew there you go. Name he's like he's done. Yeah, Chris Statlander. There you go. Yeah, they're the most if, noticeable names anyway. I wonder if um, he'll end up doing some stuff with Ring of Honor. Maybe if he's producing some of their I, new stuff. I meant more on like the training side of it as opposed to like the producer side of it, but yeah, who yeah. knows? Who knows? Either way, good luck to Pat. Absolutely. Aaron, what you got next? Uh, I have uh, Kurt Angle revealed he's having both his knees replaced this month. Fucking hell. No more moonsaults for Kurt. No more moonsaults <laughs> for Kurt. Can even hit one. <laughs> he tried against Baron, didn't he? <laughs> tried a lot of things against Baron. Don't talk about that match. He tried um, to get over, and it only worked with Brian. Hey. <laughs> uh, yeah, fingers crossed. Speedy recovery. 
be mm-hmm. any replacement, Kurt. Uh, next up, WWE will be returning to Saudi Arabia for the second time in 2022, later this year, to the surprise of absolutely no one. Uh, PWInsider.com reports the plans for WWE is to return to the country, uh, and those plans are being finalised now. The early word is that they will hold their next show, quote, around Halloween, either the final week of October or the first week of November. Yeah, I, I would say like I enjoyed last year's one. Yeah. What last year's Saudi show? Yeah, which one? The Edge and Safe Hell in a Cell. The Lashley oh, Goldberg. One. No. Yeah, yeah, it was a good. Right, to be fair, it was a. I think you could shout it as probably one of the best of the Saudi shows. Yeah, could yeah, possibly yeah. be the best Saudi show. Yeah. Uh, well, Chamber- that's the one that people were saying was like the best WWE pay per view of the year as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Right, it was a good show. Was that's frightening, isn't it? It is. Yeah, <laughs> right, it's scary. Uh, pay per view usually is around that time, what, end of November, start of November. Um, so usually, it's November is usually it? Crown Jewel, isn't it? Usually, they have it as just Crown Jewel. Yeah. Okay. I know there was there was talk of um a couple of weeks ago. I remember us covering that. Um, TLC. Oh, yeah, of course. TLC is well, December? Usually December, yeah. Yeah, but they, 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 fuck around with the, um, they fuck around with the schedule that much. Like, they did Extreme Rules in fucking October last year mm. after doing it in, like... But they did, like, Hell in a Cell in, like, fucking June or, May. or May or June. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, who knows? Then proceeded to have a Hell in a Cell in Saudi Arabia anyway. That's yeah, that, that's just called fucking prison, mate. Uh, <laughs> come on. No, no beheadings here. <laughs> at, at least if the Halloween theme pay per view, they've got like all the fucking like props of like the, the guillotine that yeah. they're ready. Here's a question then if Edge and Seth Rollins had their Hell in a Cell match, they had a beheading in the match, and someone in the crowd laughed, would it be okay? Because oh, that's what I just said. It's okay. <laughs> Someone laughed. Uh, there'll be a thing in it. I can't believe you've done this. The one thing we didn't want to happen. <laughs> um, anyway, let's move on. Uh, Ringside News claims that WWE have yet to consider any kind of match plans for SummerSlam this year. Gasp. Gasp. Oh, I've seen a news thing and I've put it in here. And... What did you say, mate? I didn't hear any of that. Oh, oh. Can you hear me now? Aye. Aye. Yeah, there's more that is about the same news as this that wound me up, and I put it in here, and I can't wait for it to come out. Well, if it's linked to it, do you want to just, do you want to talk about it now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. From Andrew's area, and it hasn't been decided how WWE are booking Roman Reigns' undisputed championship run as there's no plans in place. They're just seeing how it goes. Um. Did I not say something along these lines about three, four weeks ago Aye. about booking themselves into a corner? Yeah. Yeah, we all did. Yeah. <laughs> we all did, mate. <laughs> Christ. Oh, how, do you, how do you not have anything of it? Like, SummerSlam, fair enough. Like, that's what, August. Have you not got anything in place for the guy that you've just put all of the big belts on? A, a, thing, of, a thing that you've built to for months and months and months, and now you're like, well, I'm not sure what to do. Well, the problem they've got is is that they had like a roster of people who could have like feasibly been built up to take it off Roman, and he released them all. That's right. Got Cody so now, now. Don't worry about it. 
And now we're stuck with Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Yeah. If Brock Lesnar won the match, we could have got ourselves out of this sticky situation. I mean, there's a couple of people who have been called up and like signed in the last few weeks. Like everyone keeps saying Cody. I think I, I don't know. I don't know. But it's Cody. gonna be a while before Cody gets that though. Yeah, he's what? he's got to deal with all the adrenaline in his soul first. Yeah. <laughs> um he's got he's gotta cut at least three more promos where he starts crying. Um what are you doing? What's that? Did you not listen to his promo last week? No, I didn't. I heard he mentioned his dad to the surprise to know of no one. Every time he mentioned his, every time he mentioned Dusty, he'd be like, "Who <laughs> is genuinely like?" It's horrible to laugh at, but it, it was, was just no, funny. Think, yeah, because it was a really like nice promo. Like the sentiment behind it was lovely. Because he's like, "Oh yeah, my dad never won the big one. I wanted to win it and give it him, and now, now I can't. But I can at least like make my daughter proud." But then he did. He did she's something very well. And then when I look at Liberty, and I see she's got his eyes. <laughs> Like, oh what, God. Why does he sound like a haunted cellar? <laughs> <laughs> He's haunted by fucking bad life choices of getting tattoos <laughs> and fucking cutting promos about ending racism. <laughs> yeah, he haunts him. Solver <laughs> of racism, Cody Rhodes. Yeah. <laughs> Martin Luther Cody. <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh Christ! Anyway, <laughs> um, but yeah, other than other than that, like, I mean, they, they've just called up Walter, but they made him a Nazi. Good, so, dar, get it right. Come on, play the game. The, the fucking crowd were chatting Walter. Uh, I, Don't worry about the crowd it. They chanted Walter and NXT every week. It didn't change. Still <laughs> <laughs> so good, dar. All right, well, they've got Ring Gunter General anyway. Got <laughs> the Kaiser, he might do it. Okay. What, what about can I interest you in as in Ezekiel? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ezekiel. Sorry, um smooth Elias. Smooth Elias Elias's little brother. What did someone put up the other day? It was uh, Ezekiel looks like Bradley Cooper playing the role of someone trying Elias. to portray Elias or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Uh, it looks like Jack Sue Pickles was the, my favourite one. Troy, Troy, we're laughing, but we've got to review all this. Can't wait. Cannot <laughs> wait. I've, Cannot I've, wait. Have fun with that with Ezekiel. They've all, they've also already tried to like jump on the whole uh, wholesome Keith Lee me, uh, meme thing by doing wholesome Ezekiel memes. Oh God. Yep. Hate it. Hate it. Uh, kill it with fire. Hate uh, it. Anyway, moving on. Um, Brock Lesnar and Ronda Rousey are both scheduled for WrestleMania Backlash next month. But according to the Wrestling Observer newsletter, the Roman Reigns Brock Brock Lesnar program is considered over. Um, Good. Ronda Rousey and Charlotte are having an I quit match. Lucky us. Um, Yay. Bet you one of them, neither of them still does need that. What if Ezekiel just squashes Brock? (laughs) Please. please. Smooth Elias squashes Brock. Give me what I want. (laughs) <laughs> what what do you have Brock do? Put him in a tag team. 
Have him, have him go on a tear-up. You think that's, Brock Lesnar's going to let himself go in a tag team? Yeah, I've, tag I've team on his I've own. Win the tag team titles with a child. That's an original idea. <laughs> Get that given back for the lols. Bring back Nicholas. How <laughs> old's Nicholas now? I'd be like 21. Nah, it wasn't that long ago. <laughs> he would yeah. be 16. 16. I'd be yeah. fine. What about it? Get him in there. 15, yeah. Take some bumps. Be right. Remember yeah. when Braun said he was going to win back the tag titles with Nicholas? Don't worry about it. Do you reckon Nicholas is going to control his narrative? I don't know if you noticed, but we're trying to talk about anything but WWE at the moment. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh, bad, isn't it? There's <laughs> a little bit off the back of that from Matt Man's Andrews area, and he mentioned that the plans for Rousey include, quote, possibly tagging with Shayna Baszler. He also said that Cody Rhodes will continue his feud with Seth Rollins. Having Shayna um, and Ronda tag isn't a bad shout. It's in addition to the women's tag division. There's story there. They could eventually have them split one turns so and we get finally get Shayna and Rousey. Remember when they talked about doing the four horse women? Nope. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> What has never been a memory. <laughs> At least Cody and Seth had a good match, so they'll probably continue to have a good feud. Yeah, they'll probably eke that out for another six months. I mean, they eked it out this week by having Cody have a wetty in the fucking ring. <laughs> yeah, and then Rollins and just then coming up and shaking his hand. Rollins literally shook his hand that was the end of the segment. I'm like, are you taking the piss? All oh, that for a handshake. Hot dog and a handshake. I love that little hot dog in a hand, Jake. His ain't hot dog in his hand. <laughs> oh, let's move on. Oh, God, we're going to get Brandy versus Becky, aren't we? Oh, that's it. I'm saying it now. I've written it. Fightful is reporting that there's been conversations between Brandy and influential WWE names about her getting an on-screen role. It's oh, unclear no. if this means that she will wrestle or if this would be something that would not require her to take bumps. Brandy has been working hard to improve in the ring during her time in AEW, debatable, and she has expressed a desire to wrestle more. I mean, no. you know... <laughs> Don't like, much anymore. Don't like that. Don't like that. It's a no from me. Universal champ Cody Rhodes and women's champ Brandy Rhodes. That's because, yeah, do you I, know what that is? I'm because there's, wrestling has more than one royal family. That's why. <laughs> Don't <laughs> forget. That, that's how, that's how you really end racism. That, they're absolutely <laughs> going to do Seth and fucking Becky versus uh, Cody and Brandy, aren't they? Oh, please no. <laughs> That's what we're getting at SummerSlam. That's uh, absolutely what we're getting. Aaron have like a meltdown watching Brandy and Becky wrestle. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> it's like his worst nightmare. That's what's going to happen. That's what we're getting at SummerSlam. Mixed tag match. Cody and Brandy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cody and Brandy, then you, Undertaker, and Michelle McCool. Oh, Christ, no. Um, <laughs> anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll read the one that we've kind of like keep like getting bypassed by. We keep forgetting about it, just like WWE. Um, <laughs> yeah. Also say that Shotzi hasn't been booked on TV lately because creative just don't have anything for her right now. What a That's shame. That's mental. 
How See, many people do you not have anything to do? Just don't show as many what, replays. You've got what's time. A, what are your creative team doing that they don't have stuff for people that they've got on the roster? How are they getting paid so much money if they're not doing creative yeah. things? What are they getting um, paid for? They've got to rewrite the script on a whim because Vince loses his temper over it. Mental. That's absolutely they've fucking got make, Shotzi's they've... awesome as well, man. They've got they get paid to make Roman look strong and no one else. Yeah. Disaster. Yeah. Uh, right, well, we'll move on. <laughs> hey, here you go, Aaron. Do you want to, on, Aaron. Do you want to read this, mate? Hey, right, come on then. Let's go. Wrestle votes tweeted in a show similar to that of Broken Skull Sessions. Peacock and WWE have convinced The Undertaker to enter in the podcast tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Source states that his new show should begin airing within the next few months. A fascinating concept that was unfathomable just a few weeks back. Oh my god, a few years back. Can we not just get fucking ready of <laughs> Genuinely. <laughs> He's like a fucking millipede. He just crawls back. No matter how many like- times he gets chopped up, he's got infinite legs. Like an, unflush- on like an unflushable turd. <laughs> <laughs> like those ones that got loads of air in and they just won't it's, go. It's an unflushable tongue, but it takes about 20 minutes to float back up again. <laughs> so you'd be listening to that then, yeah, Aaron? <laughs> you fuck right off. Fuck right off. Watch when, watch when Drew's the first guest and he's conflicted. Fuck, I'm not touching it. Drew McIntyre, you carry a sword. Should the police carry a sword to make their lives matter? Yeah. <laughs> wow. But but you believe in the Loch Ness monster, so therefore you're you're not cool. Uh. <laughs> right. Let's move. More on. guys need to be carrying weapons in the locker yeah. room. Yeah. Next next time you try sling your blade at someone, piss on it first. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> You see those fools playing video games, you stab them. I'm, I'm drawing a line under that. What, a blue line? A blue line. Hey! <laughs> blue lines matter. AEW <laughs> Ring of Honor news. Uh, AEW have agreed a deal with New Japan Pro Wrestling to show Dynamite and Rampage on New Japan World. How many weeks later? fucking big. I don't know what the delay no. on how up to date it'll be, but I mean that's that's pretty cool. Uh, I think I think it is like on the week. It's just, uh, but I'm pretty sure it's Japanese commentary only. Okay, I mean it's for Japan, so it makes sense. Yeah. Either way, though, it's it shows obviously there's like something being put in place for bigger things. Yeah. I I wouldn't be surprised if when. ROH starts getting its own TV show. They do this a similar thing. What did you say? Yeah. Sorry, I missed that. When ROH I wouldn't be gets... surprised that if they did a similar thing with ROH when they got a weekly TV show, get it on New Japan World. Yeah, it's a show. Um, because they've already got like that relationship there, and obviously the relationship with AEW as well. Now, um, moving on. Um, legit Layla Hirsch uh, was in action on AEW Dark Elevation, taking ahead of. Wednesday's edition of Dynamite against Christian or Christina Marie. I don't know. 
Uh, anyway, less than a minute into the match, uh, Hare suffered an injury to a knee following a somersault flip. Somersault flip out of the corner, easy for me to say. Uh, Hirsch landed awkwardly and the match was immediately stopped. She was then assisted to the back by medical personnel. The extent of Hirsch's injury is currently unknown. Shit. But we all wish her a speedy recovery because she was, she was um, definitely making progress towards like getting climbing up the ladder in the women's division. For sure, yeah. Speedy recovery, definitely. Where is... What are you looking for? I'm looking for the match. It won't be. It'll be tonight. Oh, right, okay. I'll be lying. There you go. Yeah, it was on Dark Elevation. It's on Dark Elevation tonight if they choose to wear it. I see. There you go. Uh, On the Wrestling Perspective podcast, Ian Riccoboni said, Ring of Honor had a new logo and new merchandise ready for a full rebrand and launch before Tony Khan bought the company. Do you think we'll see that still? Is he going to uh, rebrand it kind of an, as a bit no, of a refresh? Or? ROH 2.0? <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> uh, he actually said in the same interview um, that like Tony Khan bought like all the kind of like old ring aprons and mats so he could keep the brand in the same. Oh, okay. um, and basically they had like a they had like a customized set that they like would use for like the traveling shows and he took he got like basically got everything. Um Fair enough. he also said that the previous owner, uh Carrie Silken, had like a little bit of merch made up with the old with the new ring of on a logo on. And he um he asked if he could have a shirt, he went, No. <laughs> really? Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and and the, the other thing to take away from this, which I hope gets resolved, is he said that. He doesn't know if he's going to be going back to Ring of Honor because he's still under contract with the TV network Sinclair, not the oh, actual okay. company Ring of Honor. But he oh, wants to because he's ace. Yeah, I, I like legit one of like my favorite commentators. He's fucking brilliant. Yeah, yeah. really, really good. We'll see. Um, yeah. Our next little bit. Uh, while discussing <coughs> Tony Khan's claim that most of the anti AEW sentiment online comes from an army of bots. Wrestling Observer Live's Brian Alvarez said that Khan really did commission an actual study and they did tell him that they had discovered this. Alvarez is under the impression that there is more to come because, quote, the study is not yet complete. Uh, hold on. Fuck Tony Khan. Uh, <laughs> you're absolute shit. Uh, oh, shit. Uh, backspace. Uh, hi. What, what did you say? <laughs> I was gonna say I don't necessarily think it's bots. I think it's definitely there's a lot of banner accounts. Like there's a lot of like name followed by Jeff T one seven two six five nine four three. Yeah, which I mean could could indicate banner accounts or bots, I guess. But it, it is it's interesting that he's like, well, it, it's interesting that he seemingly has like got a study that's proved it. Yeah, it seems that's wild. Like, just just ignore it. Just carry on, mm. like. I don't know, I suppose I suppose his way of looking at it is it feel it could feel like a smear campaign towards him. Well, yeah, I suppose. I hadn't thought of it that way. I mean, it's social media, you're always going to get fucking... Social media is full of fucking idiots. Yeah. I mean, there's three yeah. of us on here. <laughs> <laughs> My... Yeah, because I... Well, I remember um, like the... the pizza cut thing. Mm. Nick Gage um, and the Domino's advert. Of course, and yeah, yeah, yeah. that the reason that caught like so much kind of like like it, it 
got like quite a lot of negativity towards them. Um, was the was, oh, fuck? Who was either either way? There was like a subsidiary of either Fox or NBC who had run it, and it was like, oh yeah, there was like right. the whole thing where it was like WWE have kind of said do us a favor, just like put a load of eyes on that so it makes them look like dickheads. <laughs> so, and it, it, let's face it, it's, it's not beyond Vince to fucking like trash the fucking opposition, is it? Yeah. Look, let you just have to look at Nacho Man and the Hooks there to fucking remember that. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I think he's maybe, maybe pe- spend a little bit too much time worrying about that. Mm. You've got two Sorry. wrestling companies, Tony, maybe just put your energy into that and just keep doing what you're doing because you're doing good work. Yeah. Don't worry about the fucking morons online that will always be there, regardless of how many studies you conduct, regardless of how good your promotion is, what you put on week in, week out. There's always going to be people that dislike it. There's always going to be people that want attention by posting shit on there for a reaction. Just, as you say, concentrate your efforts elsewhere. Dear at Tony Khan, Troy A. Grant says you're an absolute trollip. Right. Send. <laughs> Tell him he's a hack. <laughs> <laughs> um so it's me now isn't it um nice. so moving on uh aw rampage will have a special airtime this week due to the nba it'll be airing at midnight uk time 7 p.m eastern uh in the usa uh and it'll be headlined by hangman adam page defending the aw world championship against adam cole in a texas death match oh yes please oh daddy nice start oh yeah. please oh yes oh. yeah I'm, I'm um, looking forward to that. Yeah, man. Oh, it should, should, be, should be a good week. It's there. Um, they're doing another battle of belts on Saturday. Aye. So who, they do the work of all the title defences. Who do you think is winning yeah. that? Oh, Tangman, obviously. You reckon? Yeah, I, I think they've they've laid the groundwork that Hangman's next challenge is going to be Punk. Okay. They've, they've started like to the point where Punk's actually called Hangman out now. So I think. Fair enough. Fair I think enough. we're getting Hangman versus Punk at double or nothing. <clears throat> That's also good. It should be nice. You know what else would be nice? This next one. Oh boy. Hiroshi Tanahashi has teased a run in AW. Uh, Go Eggs. Go Eggs. Uh, I get all the good ones this week, eh? <laughs> Recapture in the US heavyweight title before I return to the US. That is what I need to do, Tanahashi says. I want to do that for my fans. The presence of fans is my number one treasure. With them, the significance of being a professional wrestler is not the same. The desire to have them enjoy professional wrestling brings out the absolute best abilities of the wrestlers, pushes us beyond our limits. Adding, I wrestled against Brian once in my youth, and now I want to fight him again as a superstar. Tanahashi says... CM Punk is famous all over the world, so I would like to wrestle him in a situation that will be big news across the world. CM Punk has been issuing an opening challenge on Twitter to everybody except Eddie Kingston. So Eddie Kingston's fighting Punk then. We know that. I reckon we're getting Kingston Punk too soon rather than later. Although he is he is a bit busy with Jericho at the moment, is our Eddie. Let's talk about the real news here though. Tanahashi in AEW well, at some point. Give me all so- of that. It's it's been something that they've been kind of like stop and start with for a while. Like they, they did the they thing with Mox, it. didn't they? they? They were meant to do Tanahashi versus Mox, and then I believe Tanahashi got COVID. 
very first tease was the Jericho one. Jericho Tanahashi, Jericho one, yeah, at the very beginning. Tanahashi was on uh, the like 30th anniversary of Jericho. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I think it it seems it seems almost overdue now because they've teased it that not not frequently not oh, sorry not consistently teased it but they've done it that much that it's they like keep oh, doing oh. it every now and again to remind yeah. you that it's still eventually going to be a thing. They're not doing it every week or even every month, every six months or every few months or so. Like oh yeah, don't forget, well, he's going to be over at some point. Yeah, he's he's been unlucky with like every time he's been about to come over something's kind of like derailed it whereas I think yeah. now is like Optimal. seems to be the prime time for him to come over and I think yeah get, get him so. get him against Mox get him against Brian get him against fucking Punk I've, everyone just just had a hashi all day I've newly minted murder boy wheelie you to kill him oh um, yes. <laughs> yeah I, I think it, it seems like they like defending the US title on AEW or just in the US in general. So I feel like if he wins that back, he's going to be coming back over to the US and doing a yeah. few things with Strong. So why, why not get him on AEW as well? Makes perfect sense. Lovely. That wraps up uh, AEW and Ring of Honor. Next up, rest of the world. Who's yeah. taking this one? Is it me the- or is it you, Aaron? I'll go. PWG announced delivering the goods on May 1st. Uh, delivering uh, the goods. Delivering the goods. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Jack Cartwheel versus JD Drake. Uh, that should slap. Uh, Adam S versus Wheeler Utah. Yes. Uh, that should <laughs> Kevin Blackwood versus Jonathan Gresham. It'll slap. Yeah. Uh, Top Flight versus Aussie Open. Fucking yeah. That'll slap. Yeah. <laughs> Blake Christian versus Black Taurus. Mm-hmm. Likely to slap. Next one will definitely slap. Yeah. Beth Music, formerly known as Oni Larkin, versus Speedball Mike Bailey. Yes, please. Fucking hell. <laughs> uh, You're right there. <laughs> and in the main event, if he does show up, Bandido <laughs> versus Daniel Garcia for the world title. I, he does I, show up. I think Bandido's in danger. <laughs> if he shows up. Um, <laughs> if he shows up, I... Speaking of which, more Bandido. Um, Bandido, no-show no GCW devil in a new dress last night. Game Changer Wrestling announced that Bandido did not get on his scheduled flight to San Francisco and has not returned messages from the company. He was scheduled to wrestle Nick Wayne at the event. FEA replaced them in a match against Nick Wayne and then called out Jeff Jarrett for round two afterwards. Fucking uh, On an update on this, um, he has eventually says it's all on him. He apologises and he will make it up to GCW. Okay. So he Bend has. He hasn't just completely just ignored them. Bend them off. Bend them off. <laughs> <laughs> also, in another update on this, FEA is fine. FEA is, is always fine. fine. FE yeah. is always fine. Yeah. Oh, next up, this is a biggie. Christ. So, an MLW angle, those who don't know, um, Major League Wrestling over in uh, the States, uh, an angle developed into what would almost be an all-out fight. Wrestling Observer reported the news that L.A. Park, formerly uh, La Parker of WCW, and his sons 
were all fired by MLW on April the 1st, following them getting outright irresponsible during an angle. We're told that during a post-match angle, uh, is it Le Park or LA Park? LA Park. LA Park, okay. LA Park and family attacked Jacob Fatu in what was a planned angle. However, real punches were thrown by Park, El Hijo de la Park, and LA Park Jr. There we go. There's, there's so many owls and so many They're the kids. Right, cool. Um, and that followed was followed by a dangerous chair shot. Alex Hammerstone, Hammerstone was said to have recognised this and went over to try and help getting cracked with a chair in the process. We're told backstage Hammerstone was ready to fight all three with the two sons angling off the 56-year-old park. Davey Richards, who was an ER doctor, tended to those who needed it, uh, which we're told was invaluable to the situation. Those in MLW's locker room uh, and uh, on staff uh, and the staff rather tell us that Hammerstone and Fatu handled it about as well as they could, um, given the circumstances, and that the Park family were lucky to not have it pursued that far. Uh, we nobody. Well, sorry, that doesn't make sense. That sentence. Let me just. Where is it? Uh, nobody. We have been able to. Sorry, I can't read. This Nobody properly. has been able to Nobody, conjure up. It's because there's a we there. Yeah. Like, what's that we doing there? <laughs> no. Who's put that in there? You've put that in there to trip me up. <laughs> Sorry, man. Nobody has. Christ, I'm definitely alive. didn't go into business for myself there. <laughs> like the Park family. Mm. <laughs> Nobody has been able to conjure up a motive for the attack, besides that maybe LA Park was teaching his sons to be intimidators and that he's long felt slighted for how he was portrayed in WCW and often looks to protect himself on US shows. We've heard from at least one other talent who said Park tried to shoot on them a few years ago, but we've heard of no other issues between Park and MLW until March the 31st. After sleeping on it, Court Bauer fired the entire family. LA Park, who was... Um, who said to who's said to have public, been apologetic during the conversation, but told people in Mexico that it devolved because he couldn't speak good English. A lot like me at the moment. Um, <laughs> upon finishing this article, we spoke to Alex Hammerstone himself. Hammerstone tells us that there were some people out of place and tried to help out in a pro wrestling manner to protect the angle while making sense of everything. He says that the the back of his head was split open with an unexpected chair shot to the head from one of the sons which is what he had a problem with Fatu was still confused uh coming through the curtain and Hammerstone says that LA Park and co um plead ignorance as to what they were supposed to be doing Hammerstone says also that Jacob Fatu was sent to the hospital to undergo concussion protocol and he stated that he didn't ask for the trio to be fired but isn't sad they're gone after throwing a potentially career-threatening unexpected chair shot to the head Jesus wept yeah. <clears throat> Fuck LA Park. Yeah, that's uh, all right. L- that's not on. L- LA Park doing the old um the old like sort of fucking lawless Mexican wrestling way of things. Hey, but boys, boys. The sons laughed, so it was fine. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. L- LA Park was chuckling underneath his skeletal costume, so it was fine. <laughs> Skeletor costume. They, they do look like a family skeletor. They do look like a family skeletor. <laughs> ah, ah, ah! Found you! Found you! Ah! There you are! Right, this isn't going to divulge into Wesker fucking impressions. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we've got quite a serious one now, so let's yeah. just get into it. Um, 
Japanese wrestling legend Shinjiro Otani was injured in the main event of a Pro Wrestling Zero One event at Tokyo Sumo Hall on Sunday. Atani was challenging world champion Takashi Sagera for the Zero One World Heavyweight Championship. Um, <clears throat> during the bout, Atani took a German suplex into the corner and the match was halted shortly thereafter as Atani was unable to move. Atani was then taken to a local hospital uh, and Hoshi News quotes uh, ringside doctor, Dr. Hayashi, who said there was a concern that Otani may have suffered a cervical spinal injury. Um, match referee Katsumi Sasaki was quoted in Tokyo Sports as saying that Otani was conscious but could not feel his hands, uh, saying he was conscious, he could hear his voice, and he could clearly see where, where he was. However, he complained that he couldn't move his hands, and that he couldn't move, and said, I can't feel my hands. Um, the 49-year-old Atani is also the active president of Zero One. Outside of Zero One, Atani enjoyed a long stint with New Japan throughout the 90s and is recognised as the first ever WCW Cruiserweight champion. No um, Fightful then, given an update uh, at time recording today, well, literally about an hour before we start recording, uh, saying that, uh, Zero One president Takahito Kami gave an update to uh, Tokyo Sports on Shinjiro Otani saying it hasn't changed. He's conscious, can't move his limbs. Currently, he's being treated by a doctor. As for the official diagnosis, we are waiting for a reply from the hospital. Um, it has been noted that due to COVID restrictions, Zero One staff have been unable to visit. It's possible that family members will have been able to visit on the evening or will be able to visit this evening. Um and just a little bit more background on him. Atani made his, made his debut in 1992 as a young lion in New Japan Pro Wrestling. He's a former IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion, two-time IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Champion, and a zero-one World Heavyweight Champion. Bloody hell! Yeah. Speedy recovery. Hope. Look, yeah, that sounds yeah like a terrible, terrible oh, situation. Daughter with him and his family. You know the the like. The situation isn't the worst it can be. Mm-hmm. I hope it's as positive as possible. Um, yeah. yeah. And that he recovers. Absolutely. Aaron? At New Japan Pro Wrestling Hyper Battle, <laughs> Sonada relinquished the US title as, as his recovery from a fractured orbital bone means his return is still, as of yet, pending. Will Ospreay and Hiroshi Tanahashi will wrestle for the vacant championship at Wrestling Don Takeo May 1st. I don't think Will, Will Ospreay's making it there, mate. Uh, well, <laughs> as of Friday night, maybe no. <laughs> He's got a date with the Babadook on Friday. Uh, big bad Moxley. The Babadook. Moxley's going to actual shoot murder on Will Ospreay. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> Poor Sonata. Bless his pretty face. Yes. Yeah, he had sunglasses on to, to hide the big fucking black eye that he had. Yeah. <laughs> Who do you reckon is taking that then? Osprey or Tanahashi? Um, it's, it's a strange one. Osprey makes the most sense, but I think Tanahashi, just given his comments, mm. and also Tanahashi was the former champion, so they might just kind of like wreck on the fact that Sanada won it and just go with Tanahashi going through, through the rain a bit longer. Mm. Fair enough. Uh, I'm by that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, again, said it a few times in this, but um, speedy recovery to Sonada as well. Um, sticking with some New Japan news, uh, things are returning to normal in a big way for New Japan Pro Wrestling and its stars. Fightful has learned that after two years since the pandemic started, New Japan Pro Wrestling 
has begun to get visas for talent to make their way over to Japan. Uh, we've learned of several names that New Japan has worked on getting visas for to bring them over through the next few months, including the best of the Super Juniors. Since 2020, travel to between the States and Japan hasn't happened nearly to the level in which the company had hoped for. In fact, Fightful had heard several big names that had hoped to work in Japan that were outright told no during that period because New Japan simply wasn't bringing in new names from over, uh, over from the States. This will serve as a big move for New Japan Pro Wrestling, which has built up uh, the strong brand over the past couple of years and effectively been forced to do an impromptu brand split. Mm. I mean, uh, that's because there's quite a few um, quite a few people who are in New Japan Strong who going over to um, Japan and doing doing some stuff would be very nice. Mm-hmm. Namely, Jonah. Yeah. That. Speed wall. Speed wall. Speed <laughs> wall. That one as well. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. They they they've seen they seem to have like quite a um quite a lot of like talent from outside coming into New Japan Strong. Like they've they've had like quite a few from AW. They've had a lot of Ring of Honor guys. Uh, People from who worked in GCW and MLW as well. Um, so yeah, it's it's definitely definitely opens a lot of doors to what could potentially be a really good G1 this year. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the G1, uh, New Japan have also announced that the G1 Climax 32 will start on July the 16th and conclude August the 18th, 2022. No competitors have been announced yet. We're back to normal. You know what? Brian you know Danielson. What? Well, I was about to say, you know what's really interesting about that? Is they moved it forward two weeks, so it ends earlier. So it ends before All Out. Ooh. Last time, last time, uh, last year, I believe it ended the week of, or the week before, or the week after, sorry, um, All Out. Nice. Now There's... i I've got a theory. I've got a feeling that Daniels and Defo are going to be in it. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Mox was in it. I wouldn't be surprised if Punk was in it. One of those three are definitely going to be in it for me. Yeah, I think Jones. Hmm? Wheeler Utah. Um, no, I don't... I, I don't think he's too. He's not big a name to go. Yeah, I think, no. over I and, think no. the people are going to bring over to like be in the G one, like you... as far as. Usually gonna... it's a standout name. Like a household name sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Brody King might be a shout because he's quite like he's quite a big deal in New Japan Strong. Okay. Um I'd like to see him and Ishii just slap the shit out of each other. <laughs> um I'm trying to think who else. There's as I say, Brody King, Jonah, Punk, and Danielson are two that I think. But the fact that Tanahashi and Akada keep talking about wanting to wrestle him. Yeah, the easiest way to do that is just get them in the G1 and then they can mm-hmm. both wrestle them in like the space of a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also, if they get like a name that big on in the in the G1, especially with like the last two years being a little bit lackluster because they couldn't have imports, mm. that gets more eyes right back on it. Mm. Yeah. Also, we're forgetting about Jay White. Fuck, of course. Yeah, yeah. He's- He's not been in New Japan, like actual New Japan since like round Wrestle Kingdom last year. He's been 
piddling about in Impact, isn't he? Well, he's he's doing New Japan Strong as well. well but and that, but yeah. He's doing the US of J. US of but, J. Um, <laughs> but nice. yeah, I'm I'm excited for the G1. Yeah, man. Might try Especially and watch a bit more of it. Yeah. I might try and watch a bit more of it this year. I, I caught very few bits and pieces last year. It's just so much though, isn't it? Like it's a yeah. bracket for it. it's huge. I mean, it's a month long tournament. So a lot going yeah. on, but we'll uh, we'll certainly cover it as we did last year. And I think even the year before in the news and, and talk about some of those brackets and the outcomes of them. So I, I think once we've got like, once we've got the bracket and once there's like kind of a bit of an idea of what matches are worth going on to check out, I'm going to make a concerted effort to do so. Good shout. Maybe not watch the whole thing because that's that's lunacy. That's a lot. Of Imagine time. watching that much wrestling in such a short space of time, Aaron. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I definitely want to try and watch what I can of it. Yeah. Sweet. Well, that is everything for this week's news episode. Thank you as always for joining us. We appreciate your time. If you don't already, I say it every week. If you can, give us a shout and give us a follow, subscribe, like, all that good stuff on our social media outlets, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast, and Twitter, Twitch, and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. We'll catch you next week, guys. All the best. Bye. Bye. What the fuck was that? He went went too high-pitched. He went like Cody Cry (laughs) high-pitched. Hello, yes, Danhausen here. Danhausen has been summoned. You must love this podcast housing, the Untitled Wrestling Podcast housing. (laughs) 